It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, welcome back. Big Randy McKay, professional gambler in studio with us tonight, giving you the thumbs up. <laughs> North Dakota native wearing a Hawaiian shirt in studio tonight. What's up, Big Randy? Good to see you. I kind of wish I was in Hawaii. Uh, that's where my nephew's stationed. It'd be kind of nice to go visit him. I might do that soon. A lot nicer in North Dakota, of course, this winter. But uh, yeah, everything's going good. Exciting times here with the tournaments. A lot of good games going down on the wire. <clears throat> Looking good. You look like you're in a good mood, too. You got your girlfriend in town. You just got a haircut. Yeah. Yeah. And you were out here a couple nights ago, right before the show, and I think you hit, what, did you hit four aces or something? Yeah, I did pretty well downtown here, but the rest of the trip, as far as <laughs> any of the stuff I've been playing for the promos, hasn't been going that great. Yeah, Sports out. has been going okay, but uh, not so much. Get uh, triple sevens, by the way. That was the rotation number on UNLV. How did I not bet UNLV? Don't, Se- don't do 777. Uh, by the way, it is 73 oh. to 70. 13.1 left to go in the Thomas and Mac. UNLV was down 22 at one point. Uh, also, you up, don't need so a three. Yes, you do. Rebels came all the way back to lead by two. And then uh, EJ Harkless, their best player, is dribbling up court and he just falls down, loses the ball. Boise State gets a free throw. And now Boise's going to play well, the yeah. uh, foul game up three. They foul Harkless with eight seconds left. So he's got to make the first. And then. Uh, do you make them both? I think I would make them both here. You got plenty of time. How many, time- time- how many timeouts does UNLV have? Eight seconds and a timeout. 
okay, they do have one timeout. Yeah. So I think you go ahead and make them both. I That's do what too. I would do with eight seconds left. I do too. Because it's a little it, bit early for Boise to foul right there. And, well, and they look, go ahead, Randy. They weren't in a bonus. Okay, they had one to give, boys. Yeah, they had they, one to they give. still had a foul to give. Yeah, so uh, we'll see if uh, if wow. Leon Rice elects to do this again. A Boise's in the double bonus, and UNLV was not even there. Yes. Okay. So they said, yeah, this home court advantage. This is not a home court yeah. advantage at the Thomas home and Mack for UNLV. Right on the number right now in the Big Ten, Maryland up on Minnesota, fifty-four thirty-one. Terps closed, thirteen and a half point favorites, and uh, we'll update the other action as we go. NC State down. All of a sudden, down nine to Clemson. Yeah, it looked like Clemson was going to run mm. these guys out. I've got a small piece of the Tigers. So this is the game. Look, Clemson's got to have this, too. They absolutely have to have this game. Randy McKay with us. The guy's a video poker genius, and I mean <laughs> that when I say it. So, Randy, uh, you also bet sports. You are surrounded by a sharp group of guys, so you play a lot of different sports. We're going to talk a little hockey, see if you got anything in the association and NBA. And we'll talk college hoops first here. Tomorrow on the card in the Big Ten, I think we're all looking to play Rutgers in some form or fashion here against Purdue. Rutgers, a a five-and-a-half-point dog uh, to Purdue. Are you looking to play the first half of the game, Randy, and what's your philosophy in some of these conference tournaments? Do you like playing the team that played the day before against a team that's just been sitting around ready to play its first game? Yeah, I, I like to play that team. And I like to usually play them in the first half. So uh, anything plus three or higher first half would be a better line than getting five and a half now. So I'm going to wait till the first half numbers come out there. And I did that with, well, of course, Minnesota, they didn't, they didn't play a game ahead of time. But I had them plus eight rather than laying, or taking the plus 13 and a half. I thought that was a better angle. And oh, you got to be kidding me. I snuck, oh, my. I snuck in the first half there. Why, UNLV hits the game-tying shot to go to overtime. The Rebels. How about that? Down 22. They hit a three. Did, Bo- did Boise try to foul there? Yes. They didn't. Yeah. They yeah. He could have fouled on the rebound, and it looked like he did foul. It wasn't called, and then the UNLV – Player threw in a left-handed shot. Watch this. See, it looked like it could have been a foul in the rebound there, oh. and then he throws in a lefty. Shane Knoll uh, with the offensive rebound throws up a prayer in the left-handed Lefty hand prayer. Corner. Prayer is a good way to put it. 73-73. to 73. Tightly defended. You can't really foul right there because you're yeah. going to be fouling a three-point yeah, shoot. You could have fouled him on the rebound. Do, uh, yeah, on, on the, the shot. On the scrum for the ball. Now, this could end up being a real bad deal here if you bet the Rebels plus five and they end up losing by more than that in overtime. You that hate was, to have the that, dog that in was, overtime. That was me with St. John's earlier today. I was like, okay, here we go again. Well, yesterday the Rebels uh, were seven-point favorites over Air Force, close six. They were lucky that they didn't lose in regulation. They go to overtime, and then they win by eight in overtime. So if you had the dog, if you had the Air Force Falcons yesterday, you got screwed in overtime in that one. Let's see what happens here. A lot of overtime games so far in the uh, tournaments. Uh, just about every day, there's a lot of them today. And uh, I had a I had a plus eleven earlier this year that lost in overtime. I think with like Dartmouth or one of those Ivy League schools. Name is Dartmouth by against 12. Cornell because I believe I had that same one. <laughs> oh, bad news! Reynolds had it. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm afraid <laughs> I got some bad news. <laughs> All right. I, know, I feel like bad luck Schlepprock, man. On some of these games going to overtime. Randy McKay. Uh, anything else you're looking at here in terms of uh, college hoops tomorrow or how you will approach it this weekend or what you're going to do on Selection Sunday as we get into the tournament next week? Again, I said you're part of a, a large group of guys, sharp group of guys who bet college hoops and very good at it. 
Yeah, we usually hit the hit some of the openers there on Selection Sunday mm-hmm. when they first come out, and, and of course, uh, a few years ago when Veasan kind of first started, Derek. I remember came into the South Point with all that dough and was betting all those and moving the numbers. That was kind of fun because, uh, you know, we were with them on some games or with against them on some and uh, got some pretty good value there. And we'll we'll see what happens this year. They Last year, these, uh, I call them non-Nevada books, uh, had some pretty good numbers in, as far as openers and uh, picked off a few of them early and uh, did pretty well and even was able to uh, – Come back with even a little middle position on some of them. Randy McKay, follow him on Twitter at RR39. I'll tell you a quick story here. I'll read it from Bill Eighty's email. He's our COO here at VSIN. And uh, this was on the VSIN Pro email this morning. The year 2017, VSIN's first March Madness. So we're talking about how Brian Musburger, Bill Eighty, all of us at VSIN were um, getting acquainted with uh, Derek Stevens. And um, Derek decided to bet 11000 to win ten on each of the 32 lines posted by the South Point. That was Chris Andrews, Jimmy V, and Vinny Maiulo were putting up the uh, numbers, the opening numbers, minutes after the brackets were announced. So Derek had 352000 on the line. And that was the first time Derek Stevens was involved here with uh, V-CEN. How did he do? According to Bill Eighty, the quote, the answer is, how did you think he did? He lost his ass. You shouldn't bet every first-round game minutes after the line is posted. Now, I thought Derek had some good plays that year. The results on all 32 games are not going to work out in his favor. He went 10-19-3 against the spread. He lost $109,000 on those plays. You fast-forward to 2023. We're here at the circuit. Derek's got his own hotel, the biggest sports book in the world, and uh, he's going to have a lot more on the line here at the sports book this week. But Van, Randy, you're a guy who's followed V Sin from the beginning. When we started this thing on Super Bowl weekend in 2017, you remember that when Derek Stevens put up the money on every first round game, right? Yeah, that was almost like must see V Sin back in that days mm-hmm. just to see what was going on. It was it was great and uh that was one of my favorite episodes. That along with the time they had Brent Musburger shooting craps on air. That was that was another fun one and uh that brought me back to when I was a craps dealer back in the uh, early 90s down in Laughlin, Nevada. Uh, so, by the way, VSIN, five hours of programming our first uh, month on the air. Five hours of live programming every day. We're up to 20 hours now. Uh, we're going to have a special s- selection uh, Sunday shows we'll tell you about later here in the hour. Randy, let's. Uh, you're a guy who's very good at hockey. You're living out in Colorado, beating up the sports books out there for the last several months. Uh, football season. Also, you're playing hockey. And how about the Vegas Golden Knights tonight? They went on the road at Tampa Bay, four to three. Uh, tell me about your approach to hockey betting as we approach the uh, postseason here. A uh, very impressive win by the Knights, and they're starting to come on a little bit. And they're doing it without, I think, their best player, Mark Stone. And uh, yeah. they're going to probably get him back for the playoffs. And uh, they should be in good shape. You know, I like uh, the acquisition of Jonathan Quick. And I think they'll uh, do pretty well. And I th- hopefully they make a deep run. And it'll be fun to go to some of these games. I went to a few of the uh, playoff games over the years. And fun to go to T-Mobile. Have to pay a little extra dough to go to them, of course, during the playoffs. But uh, it's a fun deal. And uh, But as far as my hockey approach, uh, I'm just kind of waiting, seeing, looking at some teams right now. I was looking at Minnesota maybe as a future play. 
but with a Kaprizov injury, they were playing really well, really gritty type hockey, playoff style, and that's kind of teams you want to look at. You don't want like these high, high scoring, high variance type teams in the playoffs like Toronto usually doesn't work real well. Or a young team like Seattle Kraken's had a big year with mm-hmm. the former UND coach, uh, North Dakota coach Dave Haxtell's done a really good job there. But uh, I don't like them teams in the playoffs and usually bet against them. So uh, it's just wait and see, and then uh, I'll have a lot of plays in the playoffs. I don't really see that much value. There's some sometimes when these teams must win, you get overinflated lines, and you can take some good underdog prices late in the season in hockey. Does it seem like more favorites are covering this year in the NHL? I just I, – I see some huge prices on the NHL board. And, look, I like to play, you know, more dogs than favorites in the NHL, but this hadn't been the year to do it, it doesn't seem like. No, no, it hasn't been, and if uh, I don't know if it's been tracked, but uh, I, I assume my favorites are. We could go to you from Vegas. Maybe he has it. Old the great Dave Tooley. The great Dave Tooley. We could, That's right. We could check out his. I'm sure he's got a tracked where the uh, favorites are probably doing a little better money wise than the uh, underdogs. Uh, you know, these uh, backup goaltenders are usually about as good as the starting ones. Now it used to be back in the day you used to. That used to be a big play of mine. You could get ahead of some of these books with the uh, goalie information because they didn't really book hockey, and they wouldn't let you bet maybe more than a 500 or or $1,000 bet back when I first started betting hockey. But you could get ahead of them in the goalie information, and some of these goalies were uh, like 150 cents better than the other guy. I mean, that's how bad some of these backups used to be. That's Randy McKay. Follow him on Twitter at RR39. He'll be posting a lot of stuff up there during uh, the hockey postseason, as sharp as it gets. Big Randy, thanks for stopping by. Enjoy the steakhouse tonight. All right. I think we're going here now. Jimmy's changed the plans like three times. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of times you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is v Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on v the Sports Betting Network. Las Vegas, downtown tonight. It's a circus sportsbook in the middle of March Madness. Hey, you can become a v Pro subscriber today. Get everything you need to bet the madness for only $19. Sign up today. Get the betting guides. Plus full access to v through the end of the tournament. Only $19 at v slash subscribe. The betting guides. Will come out next week after the Selection Sunday bracket is unveiled. And Selection Sunday night, we've got a couple special shows on tap here, 4 p.m. Pacific from this studio. We're going to break down the brackets, uh, Tim Murray, Adam Burke, and myself on that show for two hours. And then following that at 6 p.m. Pacific from the South Point, it's going to be Wes Reynolds, Danny Burke, and Ben Wilson with a further bracket breakdown. So we got four hours, Wes, of breaking down the bracket Sunday night here on VSIN. I always look forward to these shows. Selection Sundays like Christmas morning. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we are, are looking forward. We're going to have you covered uh, wire to wire, no stone unturned, no village unpillaged. All right. <laughs> the, uh, the ACC game is uh, getting out of control. Clemson blowing out MC State, so that's no sweat. Nice to have one that isn't a freaking sweat today. You're on the Clemson Jesus. side. That's right side. You were on the Tigers. How about, it looks like you might be on the right side with TCU. Horned Frogs opening up a, a lead here against uh, K-State. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, look, uh, TCU, that's that old thing where it's like, okay, 
you know, now that Fast Eddie's gone, uh, Eddie Eddie Lampkin, uh, not with the team, you know, and you made a point, and, and you've covered enough college basketball, you know, not only here in Las Vegas, but around the conference, and covered these recruits, too, in the summer. Not all these dudes like each other. No. And sometimes, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll blank that guy, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what they're going to be like, you know? They're not going to care about it necessarily. It's not always lovey-dovey. It's very competitive, and it's like, okay, well, those are my minutes now. Well, these are my touches. So... You know, you team chemistry, you see a lot of these teams that don't have that chemistry. And, you know, sometimes you do get addition by subtraction. Sometimes you might lose by the hook. Minnesota, Maryland. Yeah, right I don't now. know. I mean, just, just like stop pressing, guys. You know, hopefully Maryland misses. Maybe Minnesota gets a Final minute here, 68-54 Terps. And, uh, uh, the refs are trying not to call the foul, and they're looking to the side oh, and thinking that, that they should foul, and yeah. now they're going to foul going to foul themselves right out of the cover is what they're going to do 68 54 terps going to the free throw line 13 and a half point favorites with 40 seconds left so maryland's going to hit one or two free throws here i don't know and then minnesota's probably going to have a three uh, to cover a bad three and it's likely not going to go in but well, well tcu is up 60 to 49 on k-state you're on the horn frogs there so you're looking okay in that game with 11 minutes to go and 11 point lead yeah so uh uh, timeout, by the way, called. I think Willard is uh, trying to clear his bench here. So if they don't make the second free throw, run the cover play and don't foul. Our, our, our man Stanford Steve always says, run the cover play. Go right to the rim, uh, assuming that he does not, not make happen. the second free throw. And now run the cover play means to shoot the three. So Minnesota's going to have a three to cover oh. by the hook. They've yeah. been in the number the whole game. Yeah, The whole game. But it's 40 minutes. You bet on bad teams, good things aren't going to happen no, too often. No. And, uh, here, here's the deal. Minnesota going to launch a three here, and that is no good. But they get the offensive rebound. And, and a foul and an one. one. Wow. I think Wes. it was Braden Carrington. Did they count that basket? I, I think you have to. How do you not count that basket? Well, I'm not seeing it was put on foul the foul and a rebound? Yeah, I, I thought he threw it in. Anyway, if you bet the dog in the uh, UNLV-Boise State game, you got a miracle by going to OT. You didn't necessarily want that. Now you're probably going to get screwed in overtime. Boise State at the free throw lineup, 81-75 with a minute and a half to go. So once again, you get the dog, you go to OT, and that's where the dog's probably going to die. Rebels catching five down six in overtime, and it was a miracle that uh, the Rebels threw in that three at the buzzer to even force overtime here, and that's the last thing you want to have happen when you bet the underdog. No. Maryland is going to, by the way, put away Minnesota. Final score, 70-54. to 54. Um, yeah, It's a little bit of a tough one to take there. But, uh, yeah. You were on Minnesota. Even though you're, you, know, you know what you're getting, like you were yeah. saying, uh, you, when you bet on bad teams. But Minnesota uh, uh, loses 54-70, to 70, so Maryland will advance. Uh, final game tomorrow night. That will actually be on during our program have a, a, a little uh, surprise uh, fashion for that game tomorrow between Indiana and Maryland. Which means you're going to show up in uh, your Adidas red sweater? Bob Knight Perhaps. Perhaps. Uh, I, I don't have the little candy stripe blazer. I wish I did have that, but uh, I do not. So 70-54 to 54 is your final score. The Maryland Derrapins finally a better-seeded team wins in the Big Ten tournament. I think what would we had three already today. Yeah, so you look at that bracket. 
Nine against one, Rutgers against Purdue. 13 against four, Ohio State, Michigan State. The night session, 10 versus two, Penn State versus Northwestern. And then six and three, Maryland, Indiana is the nightcap in Chicago. Indiana's going to win that game. I think so, too. What's the number going to open? Indiana, five? What do you think? Oh, five. On the spot, Wes. You're on the spot. I know, and I hate when you do that. But you're going to do it anyway. Okay, uh, I'm going to say... Wow, we got a mad scramble here in the final minute of this uh, Boise UNLV. That's a terrible shot. What was that? It is, uh, and uh, Boise State, 50 seconds left to go. They are moving it the other way. Boise about to go to the free throw line up five. What was that three-point shot the kid just threw I'm going to say say Hoosiers three and a half, four tomorrow. I don't know. Is Is that a money line parlay, perhaps? Not sure what happened here. They call a foul in UNLV when it should have been a, a jump ball, and EJ Harkless is going nuts here. He's going berserk. Yeah, he's already a got foul. a technical tonight. Yep. Um, I think Indiana's probably going to be, yeah, it could be four, four and a half, five, somewhere around mm-hmm. there. Maybe mm-hmm. five's just a tick high. I thought Northwestern would open a one-point favorite over Penn State. That's a pick him right now. I'm going to play the Purple Cats in that game. Yeah, they they are uh, uh if they call a I believe they did call another technical on EJ Harkless yeah. because Max Rice is uh there at the foul line with nobody around him, so <laughs> uh, is, is, is that good. an eject? That's an ejection. Yeah, Harkless clown. Okay, you know, first of all, you get a bad beat with Air Force plus 7 yesterday against UNLV in overtime. Rebels never should have won or covered that game. Now you get UNLV plus five in this game, and it's a miracle that the Rebels get it to overtime. They're going to end up losing by more than yeah, five. That's a, that's, a, that, that's a tough beat. If you, I mean, I, it's a tough beat. I don't know if I call it a bad beat considering you're down 22 oh, but you at one point. But should have lost by three in regulation. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, it depends on uh, how you, how you want to term it. But uh, – uh, Boise State at the line, and they darn sure ain't putting Marcus Shaver because that would give you a chance to cover if you're on the Rebels, considering how that guy shoots foul shots. But uh, a couple games, by the way, did go final. I know why. Uh, while uh, Randy uh, was in here with us, uh, we are final in the Pac-12. Arizona 95-84. Arizona gets the cover. I believe they covered all numbers because they were laying uh, ten at the max, so they get there. Cal Santa Barbara does not get there by 10 in the hook. They do win by 10, though, over Cal Poly. Utah Valley over Tarleton State in Conference USA. I believe all four of the Chalks advanced. Uh, North Texas big over Louisiana Tech, 74-46. UAB all over Rice, 87-60. Both easy covers for the favorites in that one. So all the Chalk advanced to the semifinals tomorrow in Conference USA. <laughs> All right, Rebels now all of a sudden down nine wow. in overtime after that technical uh, situation. And Part they three, miss a three. No good. Take another three, miss it again. Uh, a comedy of errors here for UNLV. Yes. This is a just a p- sick beat if you got UNLV plus the points. Again, any, anytime you lose with the dog in overtime, you're getting uh, a fair number of points. You kind of know what's going to happen when the game goes to overtime. It's yeah. be bad news. And this is going. This will push back the nightcap. By the way, New Mexico and Utah State probably going to start right when we go off the air here on Vsin tonight. 
that's when uh, UNLV hits the three to force overtime. The players, the fans, everybody's going crazy. That, that's the worst that's thing. The worst feeling. It's the worst the thing. Uh, that's how I felt with St. John's today. I was like, no, no, please. Uh, as the better, I can't when stay you get the points, overtime. the last thing you're doing is celebrating. You hate that and because you know tweet- what's going to happen with the dog in overtime. I even tweeted that today. I was like, I can't stay out of these damn overtime games with these underdogs. Uh, uh, UNLV is not going to find the good fate, though, that St. John's did today. All right. Also, TCU up 13 on K-State, so you're looking pretty good on that game. Clemson up big, and um, Vanderbilt up big as we head down the stretch. Here's the surprising thing. I thought Villanova would play better tonight. Yeah. And this is Tim Brando's pick to win the Big they East tournament. They were the sleeper team. Now, at 10-1, to 1, I did not like them at the price. I kept thinking all month, Matt, that I was going to bet Villanova in the Big East tournament. And uh, the team I ended up betting, I took three to one, and that was the Creighton Blue Jays. Now up 18 with nine minutes left to go. Creighton 63 to 45 with 8:40 to go in that game. So no Cinderella run from Villanova, it appears. Okay, we'll come back, break down more games. We're gonna have best bets here, so stay tuned here on Vsin tonight. tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is a place to be. You can win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing the exclusive Bet Rivers Squares. Place a qualifying bet and you get a square in the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiversSquares.com. And for BetRivers Sportsbook, you go to BetRivers.com. All right, Matt, humans, Wes Reynolds back here. v tonight. Wrapping up the final half hour of the big show. We're going to have a, a big Friday show as well. Mike Palm will be one of our guests Friday night. He's going to be a regular with us. And, Wes, we got a really good schedule of games on Friday mm-hmm. in the conference tournaments. Uh, we got a couple more to get to tonight. Let's talk about two games are going to tip off in the Mountain West and the Pac-12. Now we got a final seven-seven-seven was unlucky for UNLV. That nah. was a betting rotation number for the Rebels tonight in overtime. As five five and a half point dogs, they go down to Boise in overtime. The dog goes down. Have you ever heard that before? I should have never made eighty-seven it. to seventy-six. Boise gets the win. You did kind of jinx it there towards I, the end. I did. I, and, uh, I, later, I, I can do that from time to time. Later tonight, uh, I think we're going to be tipping off here in about 20 minutes. New Mexico and Utah State, the Aggies, three or three-and-a-half point favorites. DraftKings is at three-and-a-half. Circa's at three. Utah State the favorite. I've actually got the Lobos here catching four. Not a big play for me, but uh, Lobos plus four. They'll probably lose by five in overtime. Lobo is, by the way, uh, the one regular season meeting that was in Logan, eighty-four to seventy-three. Utah State. Uh, Utah State lived at the foul line in that game too, twenty-seven of thirty-one. I think they were up twenty at one point in the second half. But this, of course, being neutral, hopefully, 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 the officials, you know, hey, keep it fair, keep it fair, you know. Uh, so hopefully, they do that for the Lobos. Lobos, I did basically have a small ten to one future play on this team and obviously 
we've seen the chalk uh, of real, well, not really. San Jose stayed the five over the four uh, in the game, but San Diego State advances, uh, Boise State advances. They're in the tournament. I think Utah State is in. Uh, more than likely, they are. I think with just all these other teams that have been losing, because I think the Mountain West is too good of a league to only have two teams. Mountain West has actually been power rated better than the ACC. Speaking of the ACC, that's now final Clemson. Well, that's a monster win for Clemson uh, who absolutely needed it. So uh, Tigers uh, might've worked their way back in the field. They blow out NC state 80 to 54. Well, we can talk about how good the mountain West is, but when you get to the March, you got to prove it. It's the same story with the yeah, big. Yeah. 10. Yeah. You they deserve to beat your chest and say, we're an underrated league. We're a good league. And then the Mountain West has lost eight straight NCAA tournament games and one in ten in the last eleven. You got to win yeah. when you get there, or you can't say every year, you know, we deserve four teams, we deserve three teams. I think the Mountain West should get three too. But when San Diego State and Boise and whoever that third team is gets there next week, it's not going to be Nevada. Now, Nevada was Joe Lenardi's last team in going into tonight. Nevada loses to San Jose. Um, is it going to be Utah State, New Mexico? Uh, going to be that third team. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to win next week. Yeah. Wes. You just can't get blanked every year when you get to the NCAA tournament. And the Mountain West has lost again eight in a row. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, uh, one other uh, conference I do want to update because I just saw a game on my ESPN Plus that went final. Niagara 69-65 over Siena. So looks like uh, we are going to get in the uh, MAC quarterfinals because I got to go with the two A's because of the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference. Iona advanced yesterday. They are the number one seed and they're going to get Niagara, the number five seed tomorrow. How about the bottom for the semifinals? The 10 seed, St. Peter's, mm-hmm. who beat Fairfield and Ryder. And then when I was on earlier, the 11 seed, Marist, uh, uh, a friend of mine that, uh, that does the Mac, uh, goes by Mamba Brinks who is an expert in that conference. So I follow what he plays. He said Maris was the nuts, and I followed along. So you got the one against the five, and you got the 10 against the 11 in the semifinals tomorrow in Atlantic City. All right, so uh, let's go back to the Pac-12 here. We had UCLA <coughs> with um, a winning cover against Colorado, and that's a sick nine cover. Uh-huh. That's Buffalo's technicals in the last minute. UCLA wins 80-69 to 69 as a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. And uh, I think Mitch and Paul on Follow the Money this morning both played Colorado plus the points. That is a that's kick a, in the cojones. That's not the way you want to start your day with a bad beat like that because Colorado deserved the cover in that game and ends up losing by 11 with some shenanigans in the final minute of the game. Washington State had a lead, came back, trailed, came back, took the lead, and then lost it. Washington State, a two-and-a-half-point dog, lost to Oregon 75-70. And then Stanford Man, led Arizona in the second half tonight mm-hmm. as a 10-and-a-half, actually a 10-point dog. Stanford, a 10-point dog, loses by 11, 95-84. There were some That's a tough ones, one if yeah. you were a dog better. Washington yeah. State was also a tough one. Even though they were down pretty big in the first half, they, they came back. back. Took the they lead. took control of the game. I think they were up like 70-67, to 67 and Oregon score, uh, closes on an 8-0 run. So uh, the Cougs... Uh, go out of the Pac-12 tournament. Well, that sets up a game tonight, Wes. So, first of all, you've had three rough beats if you took the dog. Colorado, Washington State, and Stanford. Dog betters getting uh, kicked in the face. Minnesota the kind of, too, even though that's well, a I'm bad talking team. about the Pac-12 right oh, now. Okay, so, dog betters in the Pac-12 kicked in the face in three games today where you could have made a case that the dog deserved to cover all three. 
So now we have a late game tonight, Arizona State plus four. You want to try it again? You want to take the dog? Well, I, I did. <laughs> I did. I, I took the four and a half and split it half and half with uh, plus two and a half for the first half for the Sun Devils. Sun Devils, by the way, did get swept by USC this year. I, I, look, I think the Sun Devils, uh, I'm not betting it because of that. I think it's just, you know, they, they lost uh, two competitive games. They lost mm-hmm. by three. Uh, to close out the season, uh, so, you, so you get them, uh, you know, in less than a week's time. USC actually did blow out ASU, to be fair. That's not fair to call it close. They were up 77-53. to 53. ASU actually closed on a 16-0 run yeah. to lose by eight. But but I, 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 do, I do think Arizona State, look, this is the sense of urgency for this team. I think this team that's so high variance, like they're good enough because you're going to hear that all the time. Are they good enough to win a game in the NCAA tournament? Yeah, probably. They've beaten some NCAA tournament teams, uh, I, I think, this year. They beat Creighton, albeit Kalkbrenner, the big kid, did not play. And they beat, you know, uh, 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 they beat Arizona at Arizona. So they do have some solid wins. Uh, speaking of Kalkbrenner and Creighton, 68-59, four minutes left to go in the garden. Yeah, Villanova making a little bit of a comeback. They have made least. a little, yeah. They were down like 15 or 16, I think. If you take took the uh, five points of Villanova, you're not dead yet. With a little over four minutes to go in that game in the Big East. Uh, also, tonight we've got the Big West we can talk about, which uh, still has a game yet to tip. That just tipped, I believe, a couple minutes ago. UC Davis and uh, Cal Riverside. That tipped? Yeah, okay. UC Davis. About three minutes into the game, they are up 4 nothing. Cal Riverside, by the way, swept UC Davis this season. One by two at UCD, one by seven at home. UC Riverside off an OT win at Cal Poly, who uh, Cal Poly was spry. That was a bad team in the Big West. Uh, upset Long Beach State, took UCSB, you know, only lost by 10, did cover the number. So uh, uh, UC Davis, uh, they ended with a two-overtime win over Long Beach State. So this is the first game, I believe. I believe this is the three versus the six. want to make sure I'm getting it right on the seedings, but – Everybody, all, all, all the lower seeds have advanced in that tournament. Irvine was the one, UCSB was the two, and Cal State Fullerton was the four. So we'll see if we get one, two, three, four at the Dollar Loan Center in Henderson tomorrow. I've got UCSB plus 275 to win that conference. Gauchos, not impressive tonight, but they do survive and advance. How about the uh, last game to tip, and it's going to tip right now in the whack? It's Utah Tech and Southern Utah. And again, on the show last night, I played Southern Utah's best bet at uh, three and a half, close five. We'll see how this one turns out between the Trailblazers and the Thunderbirds at the Orleans Arena. That's where the whack is tonight. What is this? Uh, uh, Cedar City against uh, St. George? That's it. Regional rivalry. This is a regional rivalry. Not too far from the uh, east of us, uh, Southern Utah. One of the faster tempo teams in the country. Mm-hmm. I think they're like 14th in tempo. They lost at at uh, at uh, St. George actually, 86 yeah. to 79, and then won the battle in Cedar City, 81 to 71. So this is the first game of the WAC tournament. And one thing to remember about the WAC tournament, I'm sure you know it by now, but the first round WAC games were played at the Michelob Ultra Arena. These games are now in the Orleans. So some of these teams, like a Utah Tech. They're not going to have the advantage of like being used to the rims or used to the backdrops necessarily. And you saw that play out in a couple of the afternoon whack games today. One we didn't mention. Well, we'll get to it after the break. We're going to be out of time. Uh, also, we'll, we'll monitor this uh, 
Villanova-Creighton game because Villanova's got a chance to cover down the stretch in the final four minutes. Uh, but we, we're going to get back to uh, previewing the games on Friday that have lines on the board, and we're going to give you our best bets in the final segment, so you definitely want to tune in for that. We'll be back here in a couple minutes on VSIN tonight, the Sports Betting Network. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. 
I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. All right, live from Las Vegas, going to wrap up the show tonight. VSIN tonight from uh, Circus Sportsbook at Wes. I think after the show, we're going to have to hang out the book here a little bit, drink a couple beers, and watch Utah Tech and Southern Utah. And, and some Arizona State and USC. That's right. A little Pac 12 action. As well, before uh, we handicap Friday's card, but we've already handicapped part of it. All the games, matchups are not set. All the lines are not up yet, but there are some up. Let's throw up my best bets graphic here, my best bets for uh, Friday, and I'm going to have a longer list. So I'm going to be on with uh, Mitch Moss and Paul Howard at 4.30 a.m. Pacific. You know, have uh, more plays to add to this list. But for right now, I've got Northwestern Pickham over Penn State. Arkansas plus one and a half against Texas A&M. I'm going to keep riding the Hogs, and I think uh, I think I can ride the Hogs all the way to the SEC tournament title. Yeah. I'm, I'm betting on Eric Musselman again. I hope so because I got a twelve to one on I the do Hogs. Too. I do too. And uh, this last bet, Mississippi State plus seven and a half against Bama. Let's talk about this one now because I've bet against Bama in every game since the Brandon Miller controversy hit the news. You know it was going to be a major distraction. Bama's failed to cover, is it five in a row or four in a row, Wes? I'm losing count. Uh, but going into the SEC tournament opener here for the Tide, they're facing a Mississippi State team off a win. They look pretty good in that win. And again, if the formula works for you, stick with it. Fade the Tide. Yeah. That's the theme here. And I know you bet Mississippi State is a long shot to win this tournament as well. Um so this is a common play you and I have. Let's talk about this one. What do you like about Mississippi State catching the seven and a half? Yeah, two meetings this year. Alabama won both of them. Uh, right. Mississippi State, by the way, did cover as 11 and a half down there in Tuscaloosa. Uh, one game barely went over, and then the one in Tuscaloosa went under. I think if this is a if this is an underpaced game, this is going to favor Mississippi State. And one of the things I saw on Saturday, Texas A&M, was able to kind of slow down Alabama. They did not get in a track meet with these guys, and I think that's a big mistake, and you're right. It is uh, uh, failed to cover the last four. Uh, only one by two, laying 17 in South Carolina, laying eight to Arkansas, one by three, laying 10 to Auburn, one by five, mm-hmm. and then getting one and a half at Texas A&M. They lose outright 67 to 61. So, you know, may, maybe you even do a correlation here. If you like Mississippi State, you may like the under. I think in this spot, if it's an under game, that total though is low at 137. You don't see a lot of 137s in Alabama games considering, look at these recent 154, 153 and a half, 154, 148 and a half, 153 and a half, 146, 155 and a half. You know that there's always, and I could go on and on, you know that there's always a tax toward the unders because this is conference tournaments, mm-hmm. some of the shooting backdrops and whatnot. So it's kind of already priced in, but I think because it's priced in so much 
Maybe the odds makers, and I'm going to quote our old buddy Dave Koken, because sometimes he likes to say this, the odds makers kind of telling you who he likes here. And I don't want to read too much into that, but I think maybe the odds maker thinks Alabama is pretty darn vulnerable. And I do two plus seven and a half. By the way, Mississippi State did win in overtime today against Florida. I don't think they covered. I think they were did like five and a half point favorites. Tulu Smith. Dramatic yeah. final uh, yeah. sequence in that game. Tulu Smith, by the way, he would hit the one at the buzzer. Uh, 28 and 12, yeah. uh, only 10 of 17 from the line. But this is a guy, this is a guy that's got size. And, uh, you know, that's what you need down low against Alabama. Mississippi State does not shoot the three very well. And they do not shoot it very often. So at least Christians and his guys know don't shoot three-pointers because we are definitely not good at them. Uh, uh, so uh, Tolu Smith, uh, going to be a handful, I think, for the Tide tomorrow. Well, the thing about Mississippi State, I'd say execute your half-court offense, play at a slower pace, and force Bama to play your pace. Mm-hmm. And that's the type of style that should work because if you can slow down a team that likes to run, and let's say Bama's not hitting their threes right off the bat, then they're going to get frustrated. Yeah. That's a formula that should work That's for Mississippi That's what Texas State. A&M, by the way, did to them because yeah. Texas A&M likes to give up a lot, a lot of three-point shots and pack it in a little bit. Mississippi State is very similar. When you look at that three-point attempts per percentage of field goal attempts, Opponents against Mississippi State, I believe, take 43.6. Now, that's probably a byproduct of the fact you've got a seven-footer down there in Tolu Smith, and you're not exactly wanting to challenge him a lot. Texas A&M in that category, 46% of opponent shots are three, 354. So, look, same game plan. I mean, same game plan. We'll see if Alabama can adjust. Certainly, they're very talented. But if I'm Chris Jans, I went to town on that Buzz Williams tape on Saturday. Sure. All right, hey, uh, this will be one of those games you want to check the betting splits, see if the public's all over Bama before this one tips mm-hmm. off. Before you m- make your next bet, uh, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. If you want to know where the money and the bets are moving in every game, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. You can find out where the public's betting. Betting splits, another way vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. All right, let's dig into more of these Best bets. I don't know if uh, you agree with me here or not, but I'm going to play the Purple Cats against Northwestern. Payback for that comeback when the Nittany Lions and Winter hit the three from the corner to beat the uh, Purple Cats in Evanston a week ago. I just like the senior guards. I think they're more dependable here. Talking about Boo Booey, Chase Adige. I know what you're saying, that the kind of the pressure's on Northwestern now because – they have expectations yeah, now. You're the number two seed in the Big Ten tournament. You have expectations. People expect you to win. And uh, you're in your hometown. They're going to have a lot of fans there. But I still think this Penn State team's been very erratic down the stretch, Wes. Uh, yeah. You blew a 19-point lead to Rutgers. Uh, Penn State, I think, has saved its tournament fate here with a few wins. So there's not as much pressure on the Nittany Lions. They're kind of playing with house money. Situation might be a little bit better when you handicap a Handicap it that way for Penn State. But I'm going to go with the senior guards, and I'm going to go with uh, Northwestern in a pick'em spot. I thought Northwestern should be a one-point favorite in this game. Not that that number is going to dictate how I bet the game. I think Northwestern is a better team, and uh, pick'em in Chicago. I'll take the Purple Cats. Payback 
for that uh, three-pointer at the buzzer last week to beat them in Evanston. Well, we know what Penn State wants to do, and that's shoot a bunch of threes. They uh, only eight for 21 tonight. tonight. Usually uh, they make a lot more, but encouraging thing, Andrew Funk got going. He is out of his funk. Six of nine uh, for 20 points. He was the leading scorer in the MVP for Penn State tonight. Uh, Pickett only 12 points, four and nine. I think he might have had a little bit of foul trouble, but... That's what Penn State is is going to want to do. I mean, they're going to try to spread it out. They take the seventh most threes of mm-hmm. anybody in the country. They are dead last in offensive rebounds. They are dead last in getting to the foul line because they take so many threes. Even though right. they got there 22 times and I'd only made 13 of them because maybe they're not used to shooting foul shots because they didn't shoot them very well tonight. But I don't know what I'm doing with this game if I am even doing anything. But I think Penn State's got to be feeling uh, pretty darn good now. Does Micah Shrewsbury kind of tell his team like, "Hey, fellas, we're not done yet." You know, we we oh, we, 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 we yeah, you got to tell. You, we need another one. I don't think he's going to say we're in like Greg Gard did the other night. You don't, and do then that. they might have found you their always, way to the always, NIT. Always tell your players you need one more. When I when huh? I watched, you got to have this one. When yeah. I was on Ohio State against Wisconsin last night, and look, I've had plenty of losers too over the last couple of days. But when I was on Ohio State, and I heard uh, the reporter, I don't know who it was on BTN saying. Greg Gard, you know, says that they feel that they're safely in and whatnot. I was like, I knew Ohio State was the nuts. You knew. What are you doing? What are you doing? You you gotta like a clown crap show. on your Can't team. Like that. be like, hey fellas, you know, get your heads out. All right, of here let's talk about some more of these games. We've got two minutes okay. left, so squeeze in some thoughts here. Rutgers, Purdue, Boilermakers, five and a half point favorites. I got a uh, Rutgers beat Purdue on a three in West Lafayette early in the season. Purdue was twenty two and one. The one loss was to Rutgers. Uh, they're going to want payback here, but I th- I'm leaning towards the dog. Mm-hmm. I think you and Randy McKay were talking dog in the first half. Yeah, and I am. And and by the way, like I said about handicapping that individually, I wish I would have listened to that. Uh, uh, today so far, there's still a few games pending. If you did that, the team that played the game before and took them against the spread, they weren't always necessarily dogs, but if you took them against spread in the first half, 9-17 and 17 so far today. So... Apparently, the odds makers, you know, they eventually figure out that angle, and they certainly have, even though I do lean Rutgers in the first Your half. Your quick thoughts on Ohio State, Michigan State. You've been riding the Buckeyes. You're going to take four here with yeah. uh, Spartans against the, or excuse me, Buckeyes against the Spartans? I'm going to wait, actually, to see if this goes up a little bit because I think, uh, I, I think Ohio State, people are going to be like, okay, they're up against it now. This is their third game in three days. But this is a team that's playing with a little bit of confidence right now. They got beat both games. They did cover the second game in East Lansing. But if this shows five, I'd be interested in the Buckeyes. All right, Maryland, Indiana. I'm not seeing a number. I think it's going to be Indiana four, four and a half, no higher than five. I'll probably play the Hoosiers on the money line. I've got them plus 550 to win this tournament. I can't see the Terps winning this game yeah, in they're, Chicago. They're a better team than Maryland. Maryland is not yeah. that good away from home. And I think Indiana I think Indiana knows that they've been terrible in this Big Ten tournament. And I think they're actually very motivated to win this All thing. right, so you also have a best bet here on Duke money line. Duke a two and a half point favorite against Miami. Miami, right? Yeah, I'm going to keep riding, Duke. I think that defense is finally coming together with these young guys. All right, tune in again Friday night. We're going to have more best bets and uh, hopefully some winners. VSIN tonight, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It's Freddie Prince Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.